Democrats had hoped might be able to crack into this very Trump-heavy I'm Mr. Clean, fuck Margella, bitches off the glass, like she's Cinderella, she just want the cash, she's mozzarella, I ain't got no fighter, pockets looking salmonella, looking like I'm broke, think I need a lick, trying to double up, so I copped a mid, goofy hit my phone, like yo who got the gas, like I need a zone, served his ass and then I laugh, yeah, yo bitch a eater, Take her home and feed her. Don't 
don't get out of treatin' She just wanna eat comida Yeah, your bitch should eat her Take her home and feed her Don't get out of treatin' She just wanna eat comida Bitch, I'm Mr. Clean Fuck Margiela Bitch is off the glass Like she's Cinderella She just want the cash She's mozzarella But I ain't got no feta pockets Lookin' salmonella
to lose my mind. I'm falling in love with my enemy. I keep a tech called Timothy. Well, it's a message you for me. When you see me, keep that energy, energy, energy. I want you to keep that same energy, energy, energy. I want you to keep that same energy. Got a gun in my bag. Yeah, I got swag like that. All these niggas still swag. Make 
was a G before a nigga knew his ABCs. Bitch, I been ballin', I should've started in New Orleans. Ballin' so hard, I think I should be voted MVP. One, two, three, bitches all on me, and they on their knees. Switch it up and watch me pick it up. Trap choppin' like a hit, Quick flex before we stick you up. Stick you up around my digits up. Oh shit, there he go again. Y'all smoking gas, you can keep the hand. Diamonds flashing like a doke. I said my diamonds flashing like a doke. Switch it up and watch me pick it up. Trap choppin' like a hit, Quick flex before we stick you up. Stick you up around my digits up. Oh shit, there he go again. Y'all smoking gas, you can keep the hand. Diamonds flashing like a doke. I said my diamonds flashing like a doke. Let him know. 
talk years I was doing grown shit Who the man, true the man, well I'm just saying stuff like you don't know this Want everything I don't got, sipping on a dirty no flat Might just blow up your whole block, like I'm tied in with ISIS Been waiting to go flip the script, but I don't really think they ready yet Who's the EB the daddy, yes, skip school but still intelligent Broke the rules, you can't tell me shit, had a fresh from the pit Smooth villain, take your hope from you, but still treat it like a gentleman You can keep going shade, I'm gonna get it either way Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put my dick in the throat. I drop a lean in the coat. I got the beds of the boat. I don't need love, I need dope. I'm getting racks up a soap. It's white in the water, I float. Spend a whole check on the coat. I don't need love, I need dope. 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 
love, I need dope. I don't need 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 love, I need dope. Told a little bitch, we see dope. Passion just bring me the coke. I'll just break down on my own. Pills in that pussy, my home. Bring all the mud to my mo. I'll bring the pills in the coat. Go bring the kitty and rope. I don't need love, I need dope. 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 I don't need food, I need dope. Yeah, this money just keep me afloat. Trying to get back the soul that I sold. But they watch and they know that I know. You ain't reaching me, boy, cause I'm cold. Man, this hell ain't just calling my home. But I don't need your love, I need dope. I don't need love, I need dope. I'm broke. I don't need love, I need dope. I need dope. I don't need love, I need dope. I don't need love, I need dope. I'm broke. I don't need love, I need dope. I'm broke. I don't need love, I need dope. 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 I don't need love, I need There we go. That should be good. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Yo. Welcome. Yo. Go ahead and do the intro, Dan. Repeat it back. <laughs> oh, man, I don't even remember, but we're all characters, and all of this is a mirage. Nothing is good. It's for yeah. jokes. Just laugh. All jokes. We got plenty of them tonight. Look at the news, boys. Come on. What do we? Damn. Yeah. Struts. Struts is a good joke. About execution. Execution. Microsoft with encryption. You know the goods. Yo, that hard drive story. Holy crap. That that is beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. We want to just jump straight into that. Do it. 
yeah. jumping JTAG. You know, it's they they managed to fucking do that with a uh, was a buffer overflow in some cases. It's amazing. Wow. Did uh, did you guys look at the paper from Matthew Green? I think uh, I didn't actually read the whole thing. Yeah, what it looks like is that um, as far as the hard drive thing goes, Samsung and a few other manufacturers literally just weren't cryptographically tying the password to the actual uh, data encryption key, which are both stored in the. So you could basically just JTAG. Uh, or you know whatever, overwrite your firmware, modify your firmware on your drive itself uh, to literally just not require a password, and it would decrypt everything for you. De- default master password was actually null. Like that, that was yeah. it. And and if you overwrote that manually, that's where the JTAG or buffer overflow would come in to you know set that right back. And since um, Windows by default uh trust the hardware encryption if it's offered up then yeah um it, it's entirely on that drive it's a huge guy for my sorry dan uh i i was just saying it's a huge black eye for microsoft yeah oh yeah i guess even drive. though it's on the drive it's it's still microsoft's implementation like why trust that shit yeah yeah, yeah. who yeah, trusts that drive. shit you trust oh, that shit <laughs> oh no I'll talk to you about it. Yo, I made Windows yeah. and I don't trust that shit. No, fuck that, dude. You don't roll security well, in Windows in the same fucking sense at any point in time. So I think it's uh-huh. garbage, honestly. If someone's depending on that, they're not actually protecting someone. It's because it was required for someone to go like on site. They have a TPM. They enable it. They set a pin. They get back. They decrypt again. That's like the only fucking purpose BitLocker has. For them. Well, so speaking of that, sorry. Go, go ahead, DZ. If you if you ha- if you connect to the device while it's in a run state and it's decrypted, right? You should like if you have access to the firmware, can you not just like address blocks on the disk directly once it's like in this state? I'm not sure. I'm actually having a hard time hearing you, dude. Uh, your volume's a little low. Yeah. A little quiet. But in low. this this specific uh, situation, it was with with Opal, and you all you need is the drive. You don't need the system or anything. Um, cause the, the, all the encryption was handed off entirely to the drive itself. So, uh, it, it creates some interesting situations. And I think, um, if anybody's maybe found or stolen or just, you know, somehow they have a drive that was bit lockered. Uh, maybe there's some cryptocurrency on there, Th- things like that. I, I think there's, uh, some potential for a lot of lost data suddenly being found. I actually have a Kingston SSD here that's quote dead, but uh, the controller still works on it. So I might, I should try and JTAG that this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, that's the other thing is they, they only tested like, I think it was two different brands, three. Um, so this was definitely not a full test of all the hardware out there. That's interesting. So there's potentially yeah. way more that are affected. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. This is This is a tiny sample. Yikes. Well, so who actually uses BitLocker, uh, like, without trying to be funny? Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Anybody I've using a Windows, I've noticed. In environments where they rely on BitLocker? Yeah. I've never, yeah, I, I've never really even heard of it being used, even in production corporations. Well, I've, I've, um, I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Yeah, True Crypts were telling people that they should be using BitLocker. Ugh. Ugh. It was a wild. That's, 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 that's some kind of old history, thing. though, man. So, about that. They gave up. Then that's when Veracrypt came to be. So yeah, Veracrypt is where it's at. I think if you want safe encryption, Veracrypt is definitely the choice, right? Yeah. yeah. If you're not, like if you're not running... Yeah, I mean, just... on Nix, you've got, you know, multiple options, like EcryptFS, like, just for the home directory, but then, like, full disk Luke's or whatever. Oh, yo, speaking of Windows and, uh, encrypting it with BitLocker, most of the time it relies on TPM, but there's also, I believe it's like some sort of reg flag that you throw, that it's more or less like, let me just ignore the fact that you don't have a TPM chip and encrypt the drive anyway. And it's like, uh... Yeah. But the thing that gets me is Microsoft notoriously phones home with things, and like, I just personally don't trust them not to phone home with your secret key like i just don't <laughs> or like uh so i don't you guys probably missed uh the day after we did the 24-hour stream where we were all asleep um nux did another quick stream where he did his dan spritz uh walkthrough as well and i mean like that's yeah that's like definitely um like capability that will you know fits into that framework huh. When uh, when was that again? It was like the day, like on Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday because on we finished the stream on the twenty four hour stream on Sunday, which yeah. uh, by the way went really well. We raised over three thousand USD in the end. Yeah, man, that was really yeah. cool. That was really cool. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I mean, I think we were all. Yeah, almost unconscious by the end, but well worth yeah. I made a beat out of G.I. Joe, uh, G.I. Joe samples. <laughs> yeah, you were keeping it going with those samples. That was good. The momentum was, it was hard to keep it, uh, keep it moving, but we figured it out. And yeah. It, it went. It was good. Yeah, I was slept and had a function fail. That was fantastic. I was like, oh, I guess that doesn't work. <laughs> and then I forked it fixed it real quick. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Very nice. Fantastic. Yeah, and I think uh I think the the Twitch to shell thing definitely definitely was a hit. Yeah, dude. That thing. Yeah, that was engaging, fun, that was awesome. Yeah, Control times. Anyone who's listening who didn't see our uh, Twitch to shell, you were able to um, run commands on a remote shell through the Twitch chat, uh, and you had to root the box. And somebody did eventually, after many people typing pseudo, like just pseudo anything, or attempting to like read files we knew didn't have permissions, like everyone fucking knew and just like fucking up, eventually Twitch rooted the box. And uh, I believe the prize was a CLSSP and three months of Pentesta Lab. Yeah. Congrats to that person. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be making a comeback for, for future episodes. We just have to write out new challenges and, uh, and whatnot. And I think also as we kind of figure it out, it'll, because uh, like, you have to kind of figure out something that makes it doable in that that period of time, right? You have to hit like a sweet spot between being too hard and being too easy. 
Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's like this delay between the Twitch chat and the box that like, you know, five people type commands and you don't see it for, you know, 15 seconds. Or yeah. someone puts you in the VIM and you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Twitch mechanics. That's one of the really unique parts about it is that you're all sharing one TTY, basically. Like, you don't get separate shells. You're all sharing one command line, which is, that makes it really fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's fun slash frustrating, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, news topic two. Uh, this is just kind of coming out right now. But it's a uh, TAF has posted about FaceTime call from an attacker can cause remote iOS kernel memory corruption. Yes, yeah, so this was uh, Natalie. I can't say her surname. I'm just not gonna try. Um, Natalie. But Natalie, she she uh, man, I follow her and I've followed her on Twitter for ages. But um, anyway, so uh, yeah, like there was a she'll just dump the Project Zero link into. Twitch chat there. Um, but yeah, calling, um, making a FaceTime call and answering it was able to uh, to cause uh, remote kernel memory corruption on iOS. So she apparently made a call to a whole room of developers and all of their phones crashed at the same time. That's pretty cool. Well, it's just another example of, um, <clears throat> is anyone at Apple fuzzing fucking anything ever? What's wrong with you guys? Speaking of, uh, Snare did put out a tweet. If somebody wants to go and work in, I, I think it was in the iPhone security. Go look at Snare on Twitter. We'll put out some details. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Um, I just quickly looked over this, and it looks like it was a malformed RTP streams, which yeah. is similar to other crashes that affected Facebook and WhatsApp. And that couple of others web rtc stuff yeah i think the uh like the way that a lot of those um streaming video protocols work as well is like they support multiple codecs so you need to really like you know uh one codec could be bad that you just you're not intending to use and then all of a sudden but this you know, was reported by the chromium having... team right did it show what uh, they used to fuzz it? Like, how did they yeah. fuzz this? Uh, I'm not no, sure. Not yet. There's not enough detail about it yet. But uh, uh, yeah. you look at the RFC yeah. and you look at previous RTP crashes in like video land and other players, in player and stuff like that, you probably get a pretty good idea. Of yeah, I mean, what the, the link has the POC kind of thing in it. Oh, okay. But what's like... All a I see is a, I mean, I see a bunch of people complaining about responsible disclosure. That's pretty normal for Twitter. Yeah. Just have a list of people complaining about shit. Whatever. But it's more fun. I don't see any real technical detail. <laughs> I'm curious yeah. how people fuzz streams, though. Like, I, I don't actually know that much about it. Um, like, fuzzing actual stream protocols. I'm guessing... I they're think it's, a, right now, right? it's like a mark markup language with uh with like large blobs of data encoded inside it um, yeah actually so fairly the other trivial thing as well the other thing with the codecs as well is like you can have the a streaming codec that is a static file as well so you can build like a, a static 
video stream that you run through like VLC or whatever and like test the codec through like GStreamer or something like that. And if the problem is with that in like uh, codec itself, like then you could be looking there or it could be the, the container, like, like the MKV or the AVI or whatever, not the actual codec itself. Or then it could be the streaming protocol, which is on top of that as well. However, like, we're getting bogged down in the, the semantics of it. The, the issue here is why does it crash the kernel? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. Wow. That's the that's the main point. Why why are we in <laughs> kernel land when we're making FaceTime calls? Isn't this a user? Right. I'm sorry, yeah. but when you said that a room full of iPhones went down, I just instantly jumped that like somebody brought helium in there or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good read. Yeah, I, I think mean, like, mm, this, the sad reality is that <clears throat> nobody's nobody, no actual hacker has looked at this stuff a bunch of people with a lot of post nominals and sysps and stuff look at these things and they run tutorials from 15 years ago on how to secure these protocols but no one with any actual interest has taken a good look at it or if they have they're nation state and you don't hear about it all right so, I'm gonna, i have to throw a curveball at this yep so uh yeah you guys should check this out because this was about uh, Apple's onboard encryption devices blocking Linux release today. Which I thought was interesting for sure. I saw this uh, headline. I have no knowledge of it. What's, uh, what's the deal with it? It doesn't allow you to run Linux on it. From, well, um, how? Like, does it know that you're trying to run Linux and say bad? Bad user. I, I haven't ran through it yet. I don't have a T2 chip. Can't say uh, that I'll, I'll, I'll get one. But to be honest, it just says that it doesn't allow you to kernel boot any Unix distribution. Interesting. Which, uh, yeah, it's really weird, especially from a controls perspective. What do you tend to think about farming from companies like them? Weird, 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 yeah. So, um... Staying on the topic of uh, Apple kernel, I found this next bug that we're going to talk about. In a, you know, I found it's a, it's a pretty ridiculous place that I'm surprised hasn't been found sooner, and it's definitely been found sooner. But just the, whoever has found it definitely hasn't wanted to disclose it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to move on to the ICMP packet. Yep, back the old days of King of Death. Yep. So, <laughs> send you into ice, deep like, are you into the strut? No, it's the Apple XNU, uh, ICMP bug, uh, CVE 2018 44. Okay, so, uh, ICMP traffic again able to corrupt uh, memory in XNU. So that was fixed, I think, with last week or the week before, maybe, with the uh, Mac OS X updates, or Mac OS, it's called now. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, amazing that this wasn't discovered by somebody just accidentally running HP. Right. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Random flags. Oh wow. No fuzzing going on at Apple once again. But nobody's code reviewed like the the ICMP handler until right now until right now it's taken until like all this time for somebody to go you know what icmp that's, is a thing 
Yeah. ICMP doesn't make them any money. Fuck, man. Why would they put any any effort at all into stuff they can just steal from like Unix world? Doesn't make them any money. I got a question. Is yeah. this actually coming from the BSD side, from uh, pretty much their repositories, or is this actually uh, proprietary uh, Apple software that's actually handling the ping? You're probably right that they've taken like a, a, a library from the early 2000s or something with the BSDI license on it and then built from there. Yeah, definitely. It's and part of that. Reintroduce, reintroduce an old bo- a bug that, that Linux probably dealt with eight, ten years ago. But well, BSD wouldn't have dealt me. with it, but yeah. It's yeah. definitely. Like, why are they not tracking upstream when it comes to something so important? Kind of begs the question if it's going to be, we're going to actually see this again somewhere with OpenBSD or FreeBSD. Uh, no, I think, like, I'm pretty certain that, I mean, if this exists, either of those two, like, we, we would have seen it. By, yeah. Like, somebody would have cross checked that by now. But, yeah, I'm guessing I mean, that probably happened when this first came out. I, it's gonna happen. Yeah, history has been repeating itself over and over again. It's definitely gonna happen again. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's gonna be fun when this uh, POC gets released. It's gonna be for a good time. I mean, you can uh, you can go and exploit it now. I mean, I, th- I think there was. Uh... It's like ping, a... minus, ping minus C and then command you want to execute as root on an Apple device. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's the actual <laughs> echo payload. Just echo payload. Like, what type is that? Type one? Is that echo? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing about this is, right, is there's so much attack surface on something like an OS. And it's, it's like, if you're not doing security right, like, things like this will yeah. happen. It, um, yeah, if you can't get ping right, then I don't know if you should be one of the most expensive businesses in the world, richest people in the world. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old school. Yeah. And I think it comes they, as like... They think you're saying Apple should close because of this? Oh, absolutely. Just give it up. Like, if you can't get ping right, can you imagine Wozniak reading this in his house? Like, what the fuck? I'm just trying What's to find the GSD source right now. Eh? Well, speaking of not being able to get anything right, struts. Hey, the back door. It is yeah. The back door. I don't even know what it does. I forgot what it does. All I know it all I know about struts is vulnerabilities. Yeah. It provides yeah. access to attackers <laughs> very well. Yeah. yeah. Like struts wait, wait, wait. might as well be sub seven as far as I'm concerned. That's don't rely on struts, man. Just put it on air. You know what I'm Hang saying? On a minute. Can I just can I just uh, point out some irony here that like isn't Confluence hosted? Isn't that written on uh, yeah, I think it's integrated with it, yeah. And the the link that, that is like the Struts vulnerability advisory is like on a Struts fucking. Oh god, yes. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, Somebody well, should send your ideas. I thought you were seizing. I would, man. I would, I would, yeah, hopefully, it's, it's honey. It's patched and honey potted to fuck. Right. That's what. That's what we would do. Uh, <laughs> it'd be like, come at me. Like, here's the information. We're vulnerable. See what you show us. What you got. Yeah, let's uh, put the reality. vulnerability details on the vulnerable side. Got reverse scripts for skids to come across. It's fantastic. You know, 
I honestly wonder how many uh, people work on the Starch Project at this point. I think it's just one yeah. guy, and his name is like Steve Struts, and he's he's an <laughs> asshole, and he doesn't listen to people. It's because he's a super sport. What do you mean? Bro, he doesn't yeah. check by Zilla. Just keeps coding, Mark. <laughs> Steve Strut. He uses Firebug. To answer oh that goodness. question, 38. 38 people work on Strut. Well, what the fuck, people? Come on. Yeah, what are the 37 of them doing? <laughs> Struts has literally been the catalyst for the most egregious breaches in our fucking history. And they're almost all based on that OGNL expression. <laughs> like, yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's it's amazing. It's like dumb macro shit. What are you doing? Like again, there's nobody's fuzzing this, clearly. Yeah. Except yeah. people looking for exploitable vulnerabilities. No oh, developers yeah. at all. The thing about it, right, really is cool. like once struts got popped for the first time, then everyone's like, Oh yeah, let's let's look at this tire fire. Yeah, right. And so this is this is once again just uh, the result of more, more people being like, oh, yeah, what the fuck's this? It's everywhere too. Yeah, as soon as someone shines a light on something, you see how really bad it is. The fucked up thing is that it's everywhere and it's not being deprecated out. Like people aren't getting rid of it. Uh, they just they just keep updating to more uh, opportunities to get owned. Yeah, new there's and exciting. Of, there's a lot of, um, seems people hide behind the Apache branding. Um, like Apache inherits these products or projects. And just because it's got Apache in front of it doesn't mean it's up to the Apache web server standard. And it doesn't have anywhere near that many eyeballs on it. Honestly, if, um, if I was on the Apache board, I, I would have distanced myself from this years ago. It's clearly... Um, a risk, right? Like, why would you even want your name anywhere near it? Well, OWASP like, uh, has a lot of really terrible pro projects as well with their name on it, and that doesn't seem to affect them. So, wait, what? I didn't hear. OWASP. Oh yeah. Well, true. They have a they have a similar they have a similar problem. They've got some really really good products, and then they've got a lot of dead weight that they really need to get rid of, but they just can't. Yeah. Because of politics and boards and committees and bureaucracy. Well, there was a, a great write-up. Someone who was supposedly an insider at Google uh, wrote. And it was about how the reason why no one patches shit is because everyone's too busy trying to launch a product. Because you could patch 10,000 bugs, and that doesn't get you a promotion. It's being, you know, launching this stupid thing no one will use again. Like, that's, the, that's what drives oh, yeah. revenue, and that's what uh, gets, you know, people promoted, right? The cold hard right. truth, but that is actually absolutely right. Cool. Yeah, get all the really... teenagers talking to each other on some video to video chat application thing. Then a year later, all the hackers come along and say, "Nobody even looked at the security of this. No, we were too busy getting kids to sign up and buy gems to give each other fucking gems in this stupid application to give a shit about security." Really interesting thing. I think we've we're still we have a runway to go downwards still. Like, I, th I think it can get worse, and it's going to get worse yeah. um, before it gets better. I don't know. That's become pretty fucking apparent, right? Over the past five years, especially, as far as what you're seeing people produce. 
Yeah, every so active like, researchers. They're simplifying. Monolithic um, like projects. Everything. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying they're simplifying and stripping security out of everything. And the result of that is just going to be worse and worse security. And hopefully yeah. eventually at some point it'll change. But for now, it's just downward. Well, how many people actively pay attention to stacks and everything? Like, think about that from a vulnerability perspective. It's not many. Like, it takes, I don't know, it takes a lot, man. You gotta be like full stack, you gotta architect things, you gotta do them the right way. And that's like definitely a different way of thinking, but I love it for that. It's a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, I was gonna say, it seems like a really good. It's like kind of the wild, wild west feeling of the 90s where you can just explore every single new thing that comes out and likely find and poke holes in it. Yeah, we're not sponsored by Red Dead Redemption, but that might have uh, let it in my perspective on this conversation. <laughs> you rouse me. Yeehaw, Yeehaw boys. Uh, well, the, uh, anyway, the complexity is... No, go ahead, sorry. So I was going to say, just to dive out just very, very quickly, I just had a look at the BSD tree, like for a free BSD tree um, for that ICMP bug, and that code that's described looks the same. I don't know if it's vulnerable, but uh, maybe it is. Maybe there's some, there is some code in between it that could potentially mitigate, but I don't know enough about it. Anyway, there's also the like FreeBSD's got like the PF kind of layer on top of it that might accidentally solve this for them. But no, Apple this, this the, the PF should be after this, this should be first. I'm pretty, I'm 99% certain that it's uh, those headers like the PF uses this in order to handle it. Should be fun to watch. That's Sorry, kind of MG. Back, back to MG. Back to MG. Back to MG. Back to you. Back to MG. Back to you, MG. Maybe it's like Beetlejuice. MG, MG, MG. MG. That's what I was talking about what we were talking about earlier. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone in the thing posted in the chat posted this uh, virtual box zero day. Yeah, know. it will. You in the voice, oh, right? In. Ethernet adapter. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Hey. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, what do we think? Is it real? I just saw it. I haven't seen anything about this until just now. I mean, this was posted this morning. Like, I saw it in general chat, like on like Twitter, and I posted it in general chat then. But um, it basically is a like somebody had said earlier today that like, oh, VM escapes in 2018, like doesn't happen. And then like straight away, it was like, check out this E1000 like vulnerability. <laughs> but um, I read nice. it really briefly, and yeah. So from the ho from the guest, you you create a uh, a loadable kernel module that you then load in your guest, um, which exploits the virtual device on the host. Um, and there's also uh, explanation in there for ASLR ASLR bypassing as well on the host. So you're able to like bust your container um, through it through. The pretty small layer, which is the uh, virtual devices like exposed by the hypervisor. So it's it's a very cool um, thing that we're seeing less and less of a, 
uh, busting out of VMs. That's actually a really good write-up. Now that I'm skimming through it, looks like uh, looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, and the, the, the guy says right at the top, like uh, this is basically full disclosure. So go nuts, everyone! Hell yeah, full disclosure. Fun disclosure. Yeah. Okay, and what are we on to now? Um, oh, more critical vulnerability in multiple high-privileged Android services. Surprise! Surprise! Anyone? Surprise! Surprise! Uh, Surprise! I didn't. Uh, I didn't read. Did anyone read through this one? No. <laughs> you see Android anymore? This is snoozable, man. It fucking sucks. Uh, I read. And it was on shared memory and. Uh, HIDL and binder. <laughs> I don't know. I read through it. This isn't really my uh, my strong my strong suit. Uh, but it looked like it had to do with 64-bit and 32-bit. Like when you give something. Um, Something about shifting 64-bit integers down to 32-bit integers and only takes part of the uh, the memory address, so you can point it in the wrong direction. All right. Yeah. yeah that's pretty uh, good. Though. Yeah, and it's it's exploiting it over uh, so the shared memory is like uh, through the IPC from yeah. uh, HIDL, which is. Slightly interesting. Yeah, I mean, doesn't seem like anything too crazy. I mean, it's one of those things that it's one of those bugs that I see and I go, "Yep, that's expected." I mean, I'm just trying to see that, like, how the I'm trying to look at how you like grab that hardware abstraction and then actually trigger this bug. Like, do you have to plug in something to do it? Like, because it's not like Android hardware changes all that much. So this would be a this would be a privilege escalation from an already installed app. Um, yeah, already already on device like it's local privilege. I don't see it as remote, but every time I've said that about any Android vulnerability, someone's later come along and found a way to do it remotely. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. When you think about this, what are you looking at when you install it? Like, is are these APKs that are easily like factable, or is this some other bullshit that's just mainstream you know, on the app store? Native. So this is like a bridge library between uh, inter-process communication. So it's native yeah. stuff. It's not like it's not like an app that you've installed or, or a core Android. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like it looks like you just need to call the the uh, the Hiddle stuff. You don't actually need to like you can mm -hmm. invoke it yourself. You don't need to actually use what it's used for. It's just, just a case where uh, invoking it seems to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, uh, a, lot of the, like... a lot of these bugs seem to rely on the fact that um, you can pretty much fill all available memory on Android at any time from any level of privilege. Um, and on a, like on a does? desktop, that, well, all jokes aside, um, on a real desktop operating system, for example, if you open like Internet Explorer and it's allowed to use every single byte of memory, then the computer would crash very quickly. We, we've known that for a long time. Um, 
However, we run into these things over and over again on mobile devices. So there's some serious disconnect between um, new developers and old developers uh, when it comes to what's a reasonable amount of memory <laughs> to allocate yeah. for a process. I definitely think with the, like, as time has gone on with our, like, further and further abstractions and frameworks and this and that, like, you know, your Hello World doesn't have to run inside, you know, you don't have to, like, build, you know, tiny-ass binaries and, and anymore because uh, you're using 27 frameworks and you just, yeah. that's normal now, you know? Well, so sad, though. Hello World's, like, what 28 happened? meg binary. Bloatware, fucking everything. So oh, yeah. you can't, don't limit anything because something might not work at some point. So no limit on file descriptors anymore. No limit on memory usage anymore. No, 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 no space. Like, you need the, you need the frameworks because the frameworks provide the security, you idiot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we use a framework. We said that. You idiot. Yeah. Like, like otherwise just you have to write code. compilers and stuff. Bro, it's bad though. If you've had like load testing issues beforehand and you can't split something between clients, like to be honest, that sucks. Watching this every layer or case. something. Well, it was found by Zimperium too, so it's not like um, just some kid stumbles across this. They're they're auditing the shit out of Android to zero date. So good, they did their job. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Much. Hey, it'll be a Metasploit module for this in a few months, and um, and then it'll be forgotten, like stage fright. Although the media doesn't have a nice name for this one, so they can't blow it up out of proportion. It doesn't have a logo. That's the main problem, I think. You've got to have a logo. <laughs> Confused. What's a government? Is that something <laughs> that fucks you in the end? <laughs> Not in the end. Just throughout the entire time, like start to finish. <laughs> yeah. The whole process. So. Uh... Oh, quick question about the sixty-four to thirty-two jump back. Would you be a? Would you say it's potentially an analogy to say like back in the day when um you could log into Gmail with just eight characters instead of acknowledging the same the whole password is kind of like the sixty-four memory call going back to thirty-two and it's just like eh, close enough. Well, yeah, it's gonna like I mean it just doesn't have enough space to hold the entire value, right? It's just getting shifted off the end. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Just cut the, cut the value in half, and whatever you get is what you got. Uh, word, thank you. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess too. next one was uh, a nice Ubuntu bug. Canonical making sick decisions again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, network manager IPv6 vulnerability in Ubuntu 18. Yeah, I think it was a uh, 16 oh, and 18 affected. Um, from what I was reading, uh, basically uh, an IPv6 um, packet, which is uh, like a discovery like offer packet, um, would trigger the DHCP v6 uh, client to be invoked. Um, so like the network right. is saying, I've got I've got IPv6, and then the machine's like, "Oh, just let me run a process for you. It's privileged, and um, lol money." Uh, but I did also read that it was um, even though you can, it does lead to like 
crashing DOS or potential um, arbitrary execution, um, that it was in non-default configurations. So, but the interesting thing here was that the DHC uh, DHCP v6 client was hand rolled. I think is mentioned in one of the um, posts on the on the Bugzilla or the Launchpad or whatever it's whatever it's on. Do you think they're making the argument that IPv6 is non-default configuration? Therefore, if it ends with six, sorry, nothing to do with us. No, no, like, IPv6 is is default configuration. So it's it's the invoking of the DHCP client is not enabled, but it's available, I believe. Hmm. So there's a buffer overflow in the DHCP6 client of system D. Oh, great. Oh, uh, that explains a little that, Is that the um, same? Okay, I'm getting confused. If this is a vulnerability we were talking about last week um, in the DH client 6. Maybe. Did we talk about... Uh, I don't know. Is this where it's a hand-rolled DHCP6 they, I thought it was a. I didn't think it was a. I thought it was a command injection, like really trivial. Um, no, I don't think it's. Not. It's not a command. I don't think it's straight up command injection. It, it's an overflow, and then. But yeah, but you can invoke it from the network, which I guess is the main thing. So, you can you can send that off a packet, and then uh, any machine that's configured to uh, handle it will spin up the process for you, and then you can then exploit the process. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the problem with this is that because of nobody really doing IPv6 properly, especially in the retail consumer world, um, these sort of things traverse like <laughs> Soho routers and firewalls and stuff. Just oh, it's IPv6, just let it all through. Yeah. So issues like you know DHCP is a local network issue. Like if there's a floor in, in DHCP. If somebody's already able to do DHCP on your local Ethernet segment, then you're already fucked. So Yeah, so this is like one step before that where it invokes it's it's like a dis part of the discovery protocols. Right. Over IPv6. So, yeah, on IPv6, yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's a ridiculous feature. Saying. So it's yeah. people <laughs> There'll be like one neckbeard in an organization that, that insists on IPv6 for some reason. And that's the reason that it's led to the firewalls. And nothing else uses it at all except that dude on his smelly desk. And as yeah. a result of that dude. Well, that... Go ahead, go ahead. Not I'm enough loving IPv6 this. space. Uh, IPv4 space is just not enough addresses for our internal networks. I mean, because elastic IPs obviously aren't a thing at all. What about the Internet of Things? When we all have a million devices each, we're going to have to have our own internet. Everyone's <laughs> going to have to have their own IPv4 space. We just, we like, just need 10, a neckbeard contest in this chat right now, I think. Be lit. 10 slash 8 is not enough for like my own IoT devices. Like, uh, man. Each nanobot has its own IP. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I, interesting. I saw a link that said that IPv6 is faster. Oh, is mm. it? No, I'm lying. <laughs> oh, jeez. Squeezes like an extra 20% out of the copper, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, it makes it extra conductive, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Did you guys see the Threadripper that got the copper just like straight torn out of the Brock? It was fantastic. 
Wait, what? Someone installed a Threadripper, and then they just... It looks like they just literally tore it back out, and all the threads stuck. <laughs> it's just fucking... It was this probably inch mess of just copper coming straight out of the processor. Odd. Nice. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Isn't that what they're doing, like... Uh... Isn't it like doing like African countries like in Ghana where they have like these computer dumps? They burn all the computers so that they can get the copper out. Yeah, and the gold and just yeah, metals yeah. in general. Yeah, the they got down there recovering files from like all the discarded hard drives that weren't destroyed and the ones that were destroyed. Looking for, looking for bitcoins. Also mining for bitcoins through garbage dumps. Like that's that'll be Bitcoin mining in the future. We'll be actually getting like mining equipment and digging through landfill looking for old hard drives. Yeah, looking for the, like, the header of a Bitcoin wallet. Yeah. yeah. That already yeah. is, man. Think about that. Like, wasn't there a story about someone losing, like, 40 BTC on a hard drive they threw away? He's, yeah, I think he's still out there every day, man, going through the garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah. hat, little bag. I'm sure little he bag, is, little, Well, I mean, you think about, like, your return on that, right? The like, same hobo on the corner, though, Shell. Think about it, man. He's like, spent all my money on Bitcoin, threw away my hard drive. <laughs> can't win if you never play absolutely yes, can. can't lose if you never play too <laughs> yeah well, but no it's I mean a different than like, uh, it's not like it's not like looking for a winning lottery ticket or something you're actually looking for something that's that's gone if somebody doesn't find it in theory was it, wasn't it a thumb drive computing. or was it a hard drive I think it was a thumb drive wasn't it? It was like in his pants or some shit. We're talking about Silicon Valley, right? Like the episode of Silicon Valley? No, no. This guy, like, no, there was someone who threw away, like, I don't know. It was like 40 or 50 BTC in a scrapper, <laughs> like, in the trash. And then, like, went looking for it, and it was in his pants. Like, those aren't the same colors. Like I'm sorry, but, like, you're not finding them. Yeah, they actually, in like a, a, that's an actual episode of Silicon Valley. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, most, most TV episodes about technology are based on real stuff that's already happened. Nuh-uh. That's where they get their... Yeah, true. It's true. Nuh-uh. Pretty sure most of the stuff on Mr. Robot actually was done by somebody first. Nuh-uh. Before they television. <laughs> yeah, dude. Rapid 9. Whoa, hold up. Yeah, Does right. that mean that's the same for the Simpsons equation? Yep. Yep, Simpsons did it. Simpsons MG did, it. MG did it. MG did Mitnick it. Mitnick did it. <laughs> Put Mitnick back on the fucking end of a toilet. I lost my shit that day. <laughs> Someone was spraying all over that shit. Uh, <laughs> it was literally a picture of shit in the toilet. It's fantastic. Lovely. Sorry, Lovely. MG. Good I got my poop already. State of what we're doing. Uh, before uh, we... This yeah, what's up? Oh, I was going to say. What's the next one, Shell. The next one is a China state owned company charged with Micron secrets theft. Say it ain't so. And it's not only Micron, too. There's some like aerospace companies who uh, yeah. had secrets stolen. <laughs> uh, it's a what's, big, the, big um, what's the latest verdict on the Super Micro? Because this is another Bloomberg story. And well, so this, really... this is uh, a little bit deeper than that because 
this is related to, I believe, the there was a, a X plane which is now a drone, which is uh, was produced by Lockheed Martin. It was like an X uh, X thirty something, and uh, it's a it's a yeah, it's like a combat drone. Was that this and, week? Yeah, and so then what happened was the combat drone, the like a, a near replica of it, appears at a, a Chinese air show, um, and it's like it's the say it? replica of when it was an X plane before it was given its actual name, which is like RQ RQ something is now like the drone model number, but at the time it was stolen, it was still one of the X like the, still like a prototype. So yeah, China just went out and state owned, stole a bunch of shit. Made some drones yeah. out of it. Here's a question. Here's yeah. a question. IBM, anyone? Nothing? Nothing. No. Not a Red Hat, Lockheed Martin. Have you ever looked at their stack? That's all it is. It's Red Hat. Yeah. Well, I mean, but. Yep. No, that's true. Some of their oldest stuff is actually be... based off Red Hat, too. Yeah. I, I mean, wanted to bring that up because like... it's interesting. It's just like you got to be, you got to manage it as well, right? Like, I mean, from what I, I don't know, I'm gonna say that uh, I can imagine that maybe some people weren't doing their jobs very well with, you know. Yeah. That's just like I don't know. That triggers insider trading in my head, man. Like as far as IBM goes and purchasing them recently, that's really interesting because I would believe that, like, um, you know. Them Lockheed Martin being Red Hat based, like in CentOS based for since probably at least 10 years now that I've looked at them. It's, it's definitely interesting and intriguing because that's probably one of their high income markets, you know what I'm saying? As far as spenders go. I mean, I can't speak on uh, Lockheed and what they're doing, but I know that General Dynamic is super big in Red Hat. Like a lot of their uh, systems that they actually produce for like DoD and stuff like that, those are all mostly Red Hat based. But you gotta, like, so. Um, how do I say the release streams for the general public are not the same release streams for defense. Like, I don't want to go into it too much, but I mean, that's something that happens. Like there is a separate, um, that's not to say that bugs like aren't patched for the public, but I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, um, there's more sensitivity around anything defense when it comes with vendor relationships in any sort of, of IT stuff, right? Absolutely. Um, they'll I mean, fly fly their head engineers over from wherever immediately to to address like a critical vulnerability. It doesn't matter what the rest of the world is doing. The government's paying millions or billions of dollars for something, and a critical flaw is found. Then you pull out all stops and you go and fix it immediately. Yeah, yeah. you might say they're running Red Hat with that. And I don't want to show my hand too much, but it's they're not perfect. They're not perfect. <laughs> they're going to let things slip and. It really just comes down to time and money, just like everyone else. Yeah, that's very true. This? I haven't actually got an answer about the, about the super micro um, Bloomberg aspect of this story. Uh, it's I not. A, I don't think. Cool. Uh, it's, a, it's a story that's picked up by everywhere. Okay. Um, it up, Bloomberg. It's not. It's not like a Bloomberg. This isn't like a Bloomberg exclusive story. I was just the first thing I. Um, or whatever was linked. I have um, to agree with, um, I, d I don't like to say, what's his name, Sessions. But yeah, he says, it is time for China to join the community of lawful nations. International trade has been good for China, but the cheating must stop. I have to agree yeah, but, with that. 
but what do you mean? Is that what Trent said? What year, but? There's no year, but. It's China. Like, what are you trying to give back that land in the South China Sea? Like, it's ours. Like, that's. Uh, no, if it's China, you just bring a picture of Pooh Bear. Everyone knows that. No, well, you show it to all the locals. I don't <laughs> think you're understanding the context of what I'm talking about here. There's a massive trade war going on right now, and this is the latest salvo that's been fired, and it involves a Taiwanese company, which is effectively the US, Taiwan versus China. And there's, there's, an asp- there's, there's considerations of um, espionage that maybe we're not privy to, and nobody is. We're only getting the media's kind of spin on this, which has been carefully orchestrated. So I'm looking for a uh, an agenda behind this release of information. Um, given the context of the bickering and fighting that's going on right now over stupid trade tariffs. Yeah, China. but also this like isn't a new thing for China, right? Well, it's like... not. Like this week, this week they got ordered, or a Chinese a Chinese court actually agreed with the international community that the Lego company uh, owns Legos. The Chinese are like, what? We can't own Legos. Anyway, we can just make our own Legos. We can do whatever we like. We're China. Uh, and now finally, with a bit of arm twisting, we got a Chinese court to agree to stop some factory in China from making rip-off Lego. Yeah, um, but the problem is that like that's not like uh, an overarching thing, right? Like every single one of these things is gonna be drugged through a Chinese court somewhere for every single brand that they're doing like there's never going to be an overarching like copyright law enforcement in china it's, it's, it's unenforceable just, it's unenforceable it, yeah so absolutely. If, some, if something can be copied by china it is copied by china it's, there's no there's no you can't there's no there's no principle you can call and say that's cheating i don't like this guy he should be banned Right, so no. like what I was saying about like the 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 whole South South China Sea like land dispute is like it went to an it went to the international court and China lost and China just said well we don't recognize your court lol. yeah that was the result and then they kept the land they kept building on it like it's still ongoing right. but it's like you know yeah but yeah. It, it, above way above our pay grade there's a lot more like ammunition in trade wars than just whatever you see in the media, like Trump can sign something tomorrow that just decimates China's agricultural industry. We don't know. Like there's all, this is, this is like a, this is like a game of brinksmanship going on right now, especially over the last couple of weeks, every single day, there's a new news story that somehow relates to um, technological IP theft from China. Well, technological IP theft and hardware backdoors and all that stuff. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, so um, I think when and there's, talking... there's some other things. There's, there's been some other shows of strength that we've discussed on the show regarding military maneuvers and stuff as well. So yeah, like when we mentioned the, the territorial dispute stuff that was built into, um, again, the Dennis Bridge stuff that Nux ended up showing was, you know, when um, Stuxnet or something is on a box. There's a sig that says, like, you know, after you own the box, it pops up and says, go see your boss right now before you do anything. And I mean, the, the, that's in there, but none of us know why um, or how exactly. Like, that's all cloak and dagger yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So any, anything that involves chi- China 
technology, Taiwan and copyright theft in the news right now has to be taken with extra skepticism is my point. Um, because both sides have got, they're, they're both trying, they're both playing silly games with their media and their propaganda and stuff like that. Right, on no, to the definitely. next one. Um, two new Bluetooth, Bluetooth chip flaws expose millions of devices to remote attacks. Now, this one has a logo and the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a bleeding bit. Really and nothing really good about actually telling you what the hell's going on besides the general synopsis. Yeah, but it's got a logo. And it has the word bleed in it. Oh, God. <laughs> I know that's um, scary. It does It yeah. does actually mention, though, that it does affect uh, a whole bunch of large vendors, which is probably why there's a little bit of a clamp on uh, Aruba being. Oh, I know, I know this. Yeah, know this Cisco, like, Cisco owned companies, Texas, Texas Instruments confirmed that like, some people are probably like squeezing their butt right now. It's a pretty cool idea how they figure that out. Essentially, what they're doing is they're actually doing a buffer overflow over the air by sending uh, pretty much advertising packets. So, like, the okay. first two will pretty much set the chips in the place, and then they'll send one with a flag on set. They'll just pretty yeah. much just overflow the entire thing and start actually making random calls in memory. It's pretty much... Um, Seems like something that should be discovered pretty trivially by fuzzing, but, again... <laughs> yeah, fuzz your shit. Don't talk to cops. Well, they also, also mentioned in here... That was obtained, like you can obtain by uh, a legitimate update package or reverse engineering the BLE firmware. So, all right. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Over the air firmware downloads. <laughs> it's a feature. <laughs> firmware updated BLE right. chips called over the air firmware. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like when you do your key exchange. It's all in because, open air. It's well, there is <laughs> a whole point of BLE is that there's ninety nine percent of the time there is no security. That's the whole point of it. It's what it's for. It's for <laughs> it's for consumer devices. It's not for Cisco kit. It's like one of the all. few protocols that never had security in mind. It's like ah, they don't need. It. No, it actually like the first when you when you read like introduction to BLE, there's like three different modes. One of them's called just works, and it's like no security at all. Zero 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 is the parent. No, code. I meant like Bluetooth in general. Back in like the good old days of Bluetooth. Yeah, and then then assholes like us came along and said, "Well, what if I can intercept your blah 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 blah?" And they're like, what "Oh fuck! Can... Okay, now we have to add a pin number." Yeah, what if I can make phone calls from your phone in your pocket to one nine hundred numbers that I own to make, and you're on the phone for an hour in your pocket? Mm-hmm. Bluejacking. Someone else butt dials for you. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm exactly. wrong. I don't know. Man, yeah. So uh... I think we're going to see a lot more of these issues because there's a lot of like devices out there that have got like NFC capability for no reason, just so that people can transfer files from their phone to their smart hub or whatever. Well, yeah, it's the same thing like we were talking about with like general bloat in websites too, right? Where fucking the average website like web page that you visit is larger than the goddamn game of Doom. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's like, not only is, anytime you add code, you add a tax surface. And yeah, right. uh, with your phone having, you know, cell modem and NFC chips and Bluetooth chips and 
you know, if Apple we Pay. Like, and... if, we, if we go back to, like, like IoT shit for a second, like, you look at a lot of the badges coming out of um, a lot of different cons, people are using ESPs like crazy, like, because they're super easy to program or whatever, but it has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and most people are just making, like, Wi-Fi meshes to use at the con and stuff, right? But technically, right. if you had code execution on it, there's no reason you couldn't just use the Bluetooth chip on it as well. Like, and these things are being, like, people are taking them from, like, this toy that is used, like, that you use yeah, for... Yeah, like a $3 chip that you buy to proof of concept your... While you're, while you're teaching us a room full of students what Bluetooth is, get out your little yeah. Arduinos. I've got this little module for you. It costs, like, two bucks. ESP, blah, blah, blah. It does both. And people are taking <laughs> these things and putting them in legitimate products and selling them on the shelf. Yeah, like the fun part is a lot of the stuff even coming out today, there's like no like authentication or security whatsoever. So it's just pretty much like a losing battle. And you start talking about what the permissions of each device has for like use for your phone, for example. Like you can authenticate to like a uh, device on your phone that gives you pretty much like access to your freaking phone book. And it's like, all right, that's that's not. Mm -hmm. But I see where you were going with that. No, I saw I saw where Dinsey was going with that with the um with the idea that these hobbyist kind of chipsets are yeah, being found cheap. in not just not just China junk, but like serious brand name junk, rebadged junk with a really, really fancy brand name on it. Um yeah, but I yeah, because turns out pretty much uh, I was just gonna say all you have to do is prototype it on the little thing, and then why would you change the chip that you're gonna use? Like, no. you just use the same chip because now you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Exactly. So there's no there's the the maybe because there's been a, a line blurred between like hobbyist and engineering. <laughs> like we're at the point now where, uh, just some guy in his house with five or ten bucks worth of gizmos is doing the exact same thing as like rooms full of scientists on the other side of the world well it's the classic like the headline that you always see you know like 16 year old creates robot that you wouldn't imagine and it's like yeah. 16 year old used like the equivalent of lego mindstorms and lua to create a little robot thing that <laughs> someone else wrote the libraries for you know and yeah. so everybody wants Some... to be that guy yeah well i mean some somebody wrote the libraries for it so somebody clearly imagined it like that's that's the first problem Correct. Yeah, but at the same time, sometimes you have to let kids uh, get some some props for for doing good stuff, even though the engineers behind the scenes might say, "Well, that's trivial. That's stupid." Oh, I don't want to shit on kids that are like doing good stuff. Don't like, shit on kids. Good. That's my point. You should not <laughs> shit on kids. Don't do that. Fuzz your software. Don't. Yeah, I'm. Cars. I'm just saying that, like, you wait, know, wait, like, wait, 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 don't. <laughs> the source of all your problems. The news, article, the news article inspires other people that think that that's all you have to do. That it's like to reach the end of the game is to just get that where that news article got to. When really it's just praising a kid for doing something. I think that's where the line is, where you're talking about the blurred line. Well, yeah. What I mean is that um, the, the ESP258. What is it? The eight eight two six six. Eight eight two six six chips. Yeah. The fact that um that we're doing hobbyist crap at home on our Arduinos and Raspberry Pis with these five dollar chips, one hopes or expects that there's like some 
thousand dollar chip on the other side of the world that's being used for serious security stuff but that's not true at all ever and we just yeah. have to get used to it i think is that in, in unless unless proven otherwise assume once you crack the case open that it's just all garbage inside chinese crap um, Cheap, cheapest so another thing that came up i think it was the last week actually was like the size of the tool chains required for like fpga programming for example being oh, like yeah. you know you need like 32 gig of shit installed because the line between like the brain of the hardware developer isn't working the same as the brain of the software you know the two people are, like two classes of people are thinking very differently i guess that's wow. a pretty big gap in security like when you think about people who are making stuff for cars or planes or whatever and they're using 32 gig tool chains of god knows what um yeah yeah that, and then we're saying that android is terrible and we're like and that's something that everyone's using you know so then where what is what is different in the 30 gig tool chain size yeah like, i mean it's the the classic like i guess like the farm to table problem right there's no one person who can have like some like cohesive idea of what's going on across these like lines because both of like in order to do the hardware stuff for this you have to have you know be this hardware genius who's done nothing but hardware for years and then in order to do the software side of that same coin you you know people developing the software insane so like with larger scale projects like that there's always going to be that huge disconnect it's very rare to find people that are across all the different domains and skill sets yeah and i mean understand the whole farm to table thing right yeah and i mean even if you do find someone like that like for if you're doing something at scope uh like the android project for example it's like that that one dude is going to be able to do so very little right mm. across that entire project like because he's just one dude there's one dude that understands all that very well but you know you have to you have to delegate everything it's kind of by design i guess that's how compartmentalization works in government and defense and stuff as well yeah. you can't have you can't have yeah you have to kind of hyper specialize people into their own little contained niches um yeah. it just even, isn't enough bandwidth in everyone's brains yeah like even with that model though which like you know um where you have Mr. Front-end programmer, genius front-end guy, and then you have Mr. Back-end programmer, genius back-end guy, and then you've got your manager overarching. Like that manager might be really good at doing something as well, but he doesn't know the depth because it's not his no. job to know the depth either. Even yeah. though he could know the depth, he doesn't know the depth. You know? Yeah, and there's always, always going to be the gaps because, like I said, even if there's this genius front-end guy, like you know, hardware guy and this genius software guy. And they're like, even if they're the same person, right? Mm. There's no guarantee that there's they're also good at security. <laughs> so it's like it's going to always fall. Some, something is always going to fall through the cracks. Uh, middle. Uh -oh. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's just product of the world we live in. Like, don't put the security in initially, but once it's like. Before, ideally before it goes live anywhere staple on that security library or whatever somebody makes a call to it it's not like somebody will just kind of say okay and sidestep it 
you got to go into the store and um, and buy the security spooky October security bonus chest. It's four hundred gems, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you may or may not get security. So buy a few just because you you know, RNG. If you don't get it yeah. after ten, like then just RNG, just keep going. Yeah, you might get a white security, but not a, a shiny purple one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, uh, last news story. Uh, new Stuxnet variant allegedly struck Iran. More aggressive and sophisticated. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even want to comment on Stuxnet anymore. Last time I did, no one believed me. And then it all turned out to be true. And then I got really upset for a few years. I'm not going to comment on Stuxnet. <laughs> for a few years? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> angry. pretty sick of... Uh, it hurts being right sometimes, especially when you talk a lot of shit, and then sometimes it comes true. Uh, it doesn't feel I, good. You know you want to do it. Come on. Do it. Come on. <laughs> Can we see where, uh, does it say where this variant was actually found? Uh, same place. Which antivirus vendor is the one reporting on it? Wait, it was uh, uh, Natanz or whatever? Um, I don't have the link open in front of me, but is what well, did it come from antivirus researchers of some sort? Did some oh, did Kaspersky or Trend or somebody pick this up? Just have it Yeah. It says uh, that Iran it's from what it sounds like, it sounds like Iran's reporting on more stuff happening in Iran. Yeah. It says uh ISNA news agency quoting the Iranian well, official passive defense okay. organization. Who did the? Uh, well, I think we'll wait for an example of this to come from outside of Iran before we start saying, yeah. "Oh, it's a new Stuxnet variant." Right, right, yeah. yeah. Plus, need... I think being a variant as well. I mean, it's not a whole new thing that we're seeing. Whereas, like when Stuxnet was first seen, it was like an extreme, like you know, it had qualities that were not before seen in the wild at a level that had not before, like really, you know, hadn't really been used. So that's why it was interesting. Whereas just being a variant, I mean, it's like if you look at Mirai, like yeah. how many Mirai or Zeus or it's, whatever, like how many variants are there made by like 10-year-old kids? There's probably like, you probably go on hack forums right now and there's like some guy selling like Stuxnet variant, $400 with loader. That's pretty good. Undetectable, brand. zero for 57. <laughs> Takes down nuclear <laughs> reactors. <laughs> I like it. And there's people buying it. I'd, there'd be people that actually believe that shit and pay money for it. I mean, if I was a antivirus company, maybe I'd just buy that and I wouldn't have to make it myself. What? <laughs> really, if you think about it, if I was an antivirus company and I wanted to get some press, I would just call it Stuxnet 2.0. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. That's Stuxnet is like ten years ago now, so and click. surely there'd be there'd be something a little bit more up to date, like ransomware. Want to cry? You want to get press? Well, only only old old guys like us know what even know what Stuxnet is. If I go and ask my eighteen year old housemate, "Hey, ever heard of Stuxnet?" I go, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Fuck! You just reminded me, it is ten years old. Holy crap! Wow. Remember, remember that time that uh, Iran wanted to make uh, enriched uranium, and there was a massive plot that used like custom malware and. Thousands, hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars worth of like unreleased yeah. zero days. It's like zero, zero day auto run dot LNK exploits. There's modules in fucking Metasploit for it now. No, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Dude, 
Wow, I, it's uh, it blows my mind that that happened. Remember the time when Obama and like Obama continued one of Bush's programs and got Israel to agree to not bomb a fucking nuclear reactor so that we could move into cyber warfare, and the whole reason that cyber exists as an industry right now is pivoting on that fucking story. Yep. No, no, no you don't know what I'm talking about. No, all right, no, no, no idea. Only so, ninety kids. Only nineties kids remember. Jeez. Only nineties kids. Like it's like Nirvana. <laughs> only nineties kids remember. <laughs> Nirvana, Pearl Jam. I, I keep mixing it, it up with like that swordfish movie. Metal shirts. It's like Flame. there's a chick with the uh, the Nirvana shirt on, and there's a like only nineties kids know who this is with Kurt Cobain, and she's like, who? Yeah, like Stuckstead virus through the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly oh. what it is. There's potential here. I like it. <laughs> Only 90s kids yeah. will get this, like Nine Inch Nails, Dooku Malware, Flame <laughs> Malware. Oh, man. Alice in Chains. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa the Virus, I love, I love you, Melissa. Come back. Alice. Wow. Just using the word Stuxnet is, makes me suspicious. Like, who, who benefits from, from this? Yeah, that's good. Uh, and it would... T- it would totally make sense if Iran, because that you know they're probably still salty about it. Like ten years later, they're like, "Fuck it, Stuxnet, hate Stuxnet." <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't it would make sense that they're the only people in the world that even give a shit about Stuxnet anymore. Of course, it will come out of like PressTV.ir or some Iranian news organization. Pretty fucking good point. Everybody, like everybody's just like meh, Stuxnet, whatever. But Iran probably yeah. is not. They're right. Probably- no, it's like it's like it's like Kanye West still complaining about like some Chicago rapper from like twenty years ago that that, that insulted him. He he's the only one that cares. He's the only one that remembers. Right. It's just like, man, I, I heard a really good Kanye quote. Uh, it's actually in the in a Daft Punk documentary, and uh, they interview Kanye, and he says, "Look, my parents were active, so if I can, I'm gonna activate." <laughs> oh my god! god. Is that really close? Yeah, you can watch that documentary. It's called Daft Punk Unchained. They interview Kanye. He says that shit. It's fucking ten out. What the? Fuck? If you were to, if you were to put Kanye in a room with a bunch of of us, basically, I think we all find that we're exactly the same as this guy. In so many ways. Getting a lot of background noise there, princess. Jesus. Mute. Yeah. Your, uh, uh, she has a TV on. Pretty magic. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. So this, uh, just for everyone who's watching, I guess we should just remind you, this is a wing it episode. Like we didn't really plan this at all because our, our dad's our gone. Plan we up. got the keys to the car and we only have 20 bucks for pizza. So we're just going to have to. Park. Yeah. Don't tell the babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody Sorry. help him stuck in the attic? Oh god. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, so we're that's just all doing the, that's the... all the news stories covered. Is that that's the end of the news story? Yeah. I thought from there we can go on about like let's create a people... bot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what people would like to see uh going forward as far as like guests or topics go. Like now would be a a good time to tell us. Elon Musk, I think that'd be a good guess. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we're we further, uh, further down the rabbit hole, apparently. Oh, I want to see yeah. Elon get uh, fucked up on Thug Crowd on 
one bottle of Robitussin, two Jolly Ranchers, and a Sprite in a styrofoam cup. Uh, Elon, come yeah. on down. I think you'd be yeah, able to it'll probably that. come. Uh, or Elon. Bottle of maybe, we can get, uh, maybe we can literally get Kim Jong-un on this podcast. Under his alias, um, of course. Whatever. Not his real name. Under his I, cool <laughs> I want to know what it's like to not shit. <laughs> it probably is oh, really yeah. that may be why he's so angry all the time well yeah he's he's kind of, he does look kind of he's kind of bloated he looks like he's retaining a lot of something a lot of shit apparently yeah <laughs> okay so uh yeah i think the contest that we should put out for next week is find king kim jong-un's phone number Anybody that can find his yeah. phone number, uh, or his line, or his wicker, or something, his yeah. um, his kick, his hip chat, his Facebook, his QQ. He has yeah, probably on we WeChat. WeChat, yeah. He's rumored to have. We go live. It would be really interesting though to uh, actually get a hold of that. Although, I mean, what are we gonna do, right? Start yeah, uh, didn't we see last week how like um a significant portion of all Korean internet traffic was surreptitiously BGP rerouted through China at some point when it shouldn't have been oh, for like six months, and it only just sort of came out. I think it's okay, right? Uh, well, I mean, when I read that story, I immediately thought, okay, this has something to do with North Korea, not South Korea. But yeah. I could be wrong. Ah, uh, you know, BGP. Uh, accidents just happen sometimes, you know? Accidents. Accidentally, <laughs> uh, accidentally redirected my etherwallet.com to some other box. Sorry about that, guy. He's got a bunch of private keys. I'll give them back, though. Do I'll you guys back, follow? There's a, there's a Twitter BGP hijack stream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's very it's interesting. I don't often find it useful, but, like, it's interesting. Rest in peace, Jamie Cochran, but like two months before she passed, she put out a really fun, well, it was funny to me. She put out a tweet on Twitter, obviously, and it said, alert, this has just learned about BGP. Alert. <laughs> alert, this now knows about BGP. Fuck. Danger. <laughs> Consequences are never going to be the same. He can show down. He can he can show down BGP now. Fuck. And there was a I remember doing a BGP. There was a challenge on uh, one of the DefCon qualifiers. Maybe you had to like write a BGP coin and uh, exploit the server. That was pretty cool. Wait, what was that on? Like a DefCon CTF. Um, a lot of this stuff is just don't they don't like I can imagine there'd be some I hope there'd be some panel at DEFCON saying no we don't do we don't do like <laughs> gateway protocols for like intranation traffic I, no just don't talk about it please because it's all terrible and we don't want the kids to know about this only the CCIEs and above are allowed to know about this only the CISPs are allowed to understand the uh concepts but not the consequences what's the highest 
What's the, what's what's the equivalent of like the the Grand Wizard in Cisco World? Like if the, the Grand, Grand Wizard is the head of the K, of the KKK, right? So yeah, yeah. Grand Wizard. What's, what's the highest degree? The, the highest degree in the order of Cisco Illuminati. Like what's the highest grade that could be conferred upon an acolyte? Is it CCIE? CCO? Is there something higher? Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, technical engineering engineering certificate qualification wise. The most inappropriate projection ever, dude. I, I think there is um I think there's different I think they have different streams now to get to CCIE or whatever. It's like now um so there's nothing about no CCIE, like, so it's not a linear path anymore. It's more like a pyramid shape, like a triangle. It's like a spoon oh, right. that's kind of like the pyramid with the Illuminati. Oh perfect sense. <laughs> when you get to, when you when you're the CCA when you're the CCIE, that's when you get uh you've got enough degrees to get the eye on the top of the pyramid. Well uh, yeah. But what's in the middle of CCIE? It's a fucking eye, man. Right in the middle of the fucking name. It's the all seeing eye. At what you level know, like do the I get in the do. pyramid? You guys look at a dollar bill lately? Jeez. Welcome to InfoWars. Oh my huh. gosh. Yep, that's what this is. Being. Maybe not. Just subscribe to Twitch Prime. <laughs> Thank you very much, friend. So Detro had a few requests. He wants to see if we can actually get McAfee on our show. Yeah. Instead of eat his own. De- oh yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I didn't even go that far. I think he's going to do that himself. But definitely. McAfee's McAfee comes at a pretty hefty price right now. I would say. Although he does, he has done some very stupid cameo appearances on like YouTube videos and stuff for apparently no money. So. Well, he, I don't know. Didn't he call into DerbyCon or something at some point? I know he gave the phone number up. Yeah. Look, I think if we did have McAfee on, we would have to not troll him and just let him be him. And I think that would just oh, be oh, the best absolutely. entertaining way for it to go. Just let him talk. Yeah, and absolutely. absolutely. Don't correct him. Don't ask him. Don't even question him. If he says something ridiculous that's patently wrong, just go, yeah, whatever. Keep going, yeah. bro. Exactly. Hello, right, small. Stay creative. Keep expressing, yeah. Mr. McAfee, as long as you can. You haven't got much longer on this planet. <laughs> you know, I um, I was talking about not shitting on people before, so that's relevant. Yeah. God, I think it's asshole. just a good... Yeah. Yeah, it's that, not that hard. Just don't be an asshole. I mean, like, um, you don't need to worry about all the small isms out there. Just try to be nice to yeah, Sometimes you gotta. Like, Louis C.K. made a pretty good joke about the, about, well, about his kids, which is what half of his comedy routines are about. But he made a joke about how, when his daughter gives him like a picture of a dog, he has to go, "Wow, that's amazing! I'm gonna put that up in the fridge." He can't go, "What the fuck is this? That doesn't look anything like a fucking dog at all, you idiot!" He can't talk to <laughs> his kids like that at all it's because the, it messes them up. It's the Maddox. Uh kids he, where he judges your kids art, you know, like, I'd rather burn to death with a hairy fire truck, I'd rather burn to death than be saved by yeah, that so, hairy shit. Right, right, so how many children does Maddox have? Zero. Right. right, do you think you'll ever have children? I would hope so. Anyone would I, mean, wanna... I, I just want the legacy. Of Maddox? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. No. No, no. <laughs> no that's a dead end right there. <laughs> he'd have to he'd have to leave his DNA on a fucking on a bus seat and hope for the best to 
continue on in this reality. Boy. <laughs> Dude, I honestly would believe that his DNA is on many bus seats. Oh my god. <laughs> already, it's already there. Oh, god, Maddox. Get the bus. That is not a pretty picture. Gross. It's What's it's an accurate picture though of Maddox. <laughs> boy, but Armenian people are great though. I don't I don't mean to cast dispersion on Armenian people in general, but Maddox specifically can go fucking chill. Yeah, exactly. You and mean... all of Armenians can go fuck themselves because of Maddox. Wait, hold on. But, uh, but, I, mean, but, I, but I don't mean to say all Armenians are bad. <laughs> they all have to bear the responsibility of bills. that fucking They'll get more region now as a feed. I don't want to make a blanket statement, but blanket. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Fuck ass. blankets, oh, all no. of them. <laughs> Man, I thought we were going to have a blanket body. I don't like making blanket statements, but all blankets are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy. Uh, are oh there man. any other news stories that anyone had that we didn't cover? I know, but this chat is super edgy right now. I feel like I'm on some sort of channel. Dirty. This is what happens when we don't have we don't have uh, you here looking after us and keeping know. things know. civil. It just descends. It's like a race to the bottom. <laughs> I think we're. Almost I think you've exceeded your. I, I think you've exceeded your expectations. Yeah. Uh-huh. At least mom's here. At least she's not going to let us get too astray. Yeah. <sighs> as long as someone's here to rein us in. <laughs> Um, if oh. it helps, I did see a thing about um another Intel vuln that's allegedly like a hyper threading issue. Oh yes. It... <laughs> and then um like there's a link to the info, but it's one of the pending CSV things, so it's like, all right, until I see the receipts, like what's up with that? Port smash. Uh there's yep. some stuff. I'll drop the GitHub. Uh, it's like subbed out of the article on ours. Yep, you you know as much as I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you know too much, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, refrain, refrain. So, uh, yeah, hyper, oh. hyper, uh, hyper exploits. Sup? Hey, hey, How are you? Doing well. Doing good. Oh, that's great. So. What are you up to? In bed. Cool. Oh, man, it's a good place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, this is another hyper-threading uh, timing attack, which I feel like is not, like, against OpenSSL. I feel like they're not always that practical. This one's obviously, like, put together with a bunch of shell scripts so anyone can do it, but I feel like Using this in the wild against, like, if you had, if you had shared core of core affinity, um, with another process that you're attacking already, like, I don't know, is that really the best way to go about, you know, doing whatever you're doing? Yeah, there's probably better ways to retrieve keys. Specifically, being a micro architecture attack as well. I mean, obviously limits uh, your attacks. Like, you know, it's only going to work in only so many. Uh, Situations like Skylake and Kaby Lake out of the box, which 
suck. We're relatively new, I think. Sex Princess, you can at least say that, right? Yeah, pretty much. I'd much rather talk about SSD and crappy encryption. Oh, the hard drives? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I thought it was amazing because we've been trying to figure out how we could do uh, data recovery on SSDs, and now we know we can, at least on some. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Makes you wonder how long, uh, you know, police and FBI and all these people keep these hard drives that they can't access. <laughs> the rumors indefinitely, yeah. from what I've been told. They keep, yeah, uh, they'll just stay in the evidence box forever, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah, but a crime can only be in the U.S. at least. Federal, I, I think the statute is five years after discovery. Some crimes, seven years. So. Yes, but I still national security doesn't fall into any of that kind of. Is there yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But I still think that this is just kind of the head of the 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 whole thing that we're going to find a whole bunch more that have crappy encryption also. Yeah, it's weird. This is just, I think it, this is. I don't want to sound too uh, governmentally. Is that even a word? Yeah. This is consumer sure. grades. Sure, we'll make that yeah. a word. Yeah. So like. <laughs> Like you have like FIPS compliant, like secured well, media. Well, that right um, there says that the government can get to it. Yeah. As soon as you said FIPS, you've, you've just written everything off. I mean, you decided AES was going to replace DES and what algorithms were going to be inc included in that. Like, right. what is AES and who's. Like, I mean, Clearly someone that's got our best interests at heart, just like looking out for the little guy. Um, and he's like, porn, his porn stash on his little portable SSD drive. That he got $50. That's got to have NSA grade encryption on it that nobody can ever break. That $50 consumer device. So one of the things this, that SSD thing reminded me of was um, one of the major updates to Mac OS... It's like two or three major updates ago, I guess, uh, when the the full disk encryption um, the key wasn't required at the time you turn the machine on. It's like when you log into your account. <laughs> like, so yeah. how, do the, how does the disk get unlocked and you boot the OS off the disk and then you decrypt, like, the whole disk? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, there's like a lot of things that say it's encrypted. Like, the touchscreen sim trying to actually kind of play around with it. They say it's encrypted, but honestly, it's just virtual drives. And you can actually still mount them the same. And, the and we all know, like, from forensics point of view and recovery point of view, once it's decrypted and up and running and powered, then fuck you, like, fuck your encryption. Like, it's decrypted in memory, or it's decrypted at rest, or it's decrypted and powered up. It doesn't matter. We can get at it. Yeah. To quote, a, to quote a Leo one time, um, uh, don't worry about your disk encryption. We'll just flashbang you while you're taking your morning shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah. No knock like, order. Yeah. Well, at the same time, you can't really you can't really go around shitting on kids. Um we've we've Chill out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Haven't I seen this before in Hackers? <laughs> Far out, man. Far out, yeah. man. It's like I'm God or something. Yeah.
Oh man, yeah, yeah, bring see, your, your, yeah, let's see, where's your soundboard? <laughs> Hold on, toss some shit and I'll plug it in. <laughs> shit. Oh man, freaking episode zero over again. <laughs> oh god. Again. Well, I'm glad I, I'm glad this isn't a repeat for me then. What do you mean? Because I wasn't here for to, to hear episode zero, so it's not a repeat that for me. That doesn't exist. That never oh. happened. Sure, I'm sure it did That's, somewhere. It did, and it got lost uh, purposefully. Allegedly. Get a, a FOIA act to get it back. <laughs> Gotta talk to the uh, Twitch gods and try to figure that one out. So who's actually played with uh, LTE? I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but I'm actually starting with SRS LTE. It seems to be pretty much more or less a protocol stack and nothing fully implemented. Just kind of curious if anyone else has played with I uh, not watched it. I've played OpenBTS briefly, but not for a while. OpenBTS is pretty a finished project, but it's now decrepit. They don't even actually maintain it anymore. I was definitely surprised at all the uh, all the crazy stuff. Like, just cell networks in general, like, learning about them, uh, just the little bit that I have, uh, threw me, really, like, threw me for a loop. A lot of interesting stuff. I have really limited LTE experience, but I had one of those... Um... Home cell, cell phone, I guess it's the femtocells when your signal's shitty and it leeches off your internet. I don't know if that's yeah. relevant to that. Yeah, yeah the AT&T. Same, same thing, it's just a different way. All right. Um, it would not function if I put it behind my firewall. I had to present it before my firewall. Otherwise, it would like just lock up, and I saw it had like the anti-tamper air quote in there. But um, that's about as far as I got, fortunately. Well, because I didn't have to keep using it, but there we go. <laughs> there we go. Greatest and latest. What a can of worms right. we opened. <laughs> pork chop sandwiches. No oh, pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> oh god. Excellent. So I'm very brand new to LTE. Like I kind of read up on like how LTE, not LTE, excuse me, how uh, GSM works back when that was still fun and still is fun now. But I don't know, I'm kind of a noob to all this stuff. I'm just kind of seeing if anyone has interest in doing anything like that. I, I know some people were requesting that we do like future like tutorials and stuff like that for these lol days. I think that would actually be a good idea for us. I think so. I think um, yeah, a down. lot of people that, that carry like mobile devices around with them all day, every day have absolutely no idea how they work. So I'm always a big fan of people diving into fundamentals. Yeah, especially communication. Yeah, LT is a good one. I've been playing with uh, FM tuning, I guess, FM tuners, you would call them on Android. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're on every single device, whether you know it or not. <laughs> um, that's how. Um, Wait, that's how your, that's your how, cell phones are uh, radio? Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Nobody told us that they no, put radios in, in the now. <laughs> it's just like, no, man, it's not radio, it's a cell phone. I get this with my <laughs> Wi Fi cable. Yeah. No, but there's actual, there's actual like, 
people out there that are trying to convince certain vendors to re-enable the FM radio from their stock Android device from years ago. Because they use they love how it. How do you turn a tape recorder to a damn giant? I wanna know how you turn from a tape recorder into a damn giant. And the answer is the FM radio in your fucking phone. <laughs> Dude, there was actually like companies advertising of like, hey man, they were like, hey, the cell phone providers are screwing you, man. You gotta get your FM radio to work. It was like, yeah, there, that was actually the coolest thing I've discovered. There's actually a radio in there that's actually will listen at around 100 megahertz. I can listen to Freebird for free. Yeah. You can also transmit. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. I can send yeah. Freebird. You can, you can pirate never, uh, radio. You can, t- you can take over 101.1 shithead in the fuckwit on Channel 9 in the mornings. You can take it over really easily. Don't tell Uncle Eddie. Sitting you be sitting in traffic and everyone around you has to listen to whatever you decide they have to listen to. Freebird. From your Android phone. Hackers. And now it's like, if, now it's pretty much there's people out there who are hacking ITC. Seems swappers. I just go, ha- I just go hack uh, WiMAX, that's all. I don't know much about WiMAX. <laughs> I don't really know much either. Yeah, WiMAX is what Intel promoted so that the, uh, so that the phone companies would do LTE. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would like to say the biggest hackers nowadays are the sim swappers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Social engineering version 2. We need to stop them before stopping anyone else. So they're the big hackers right now. I resemble that remark. <laughs> uh, hurt me in my All right. soul. Uh, you can't get SIM swapped if you don't have a SIM. Exactly. None of my phones have SIMs. I use a I use a public phone, so therefore I don't even have a cell phone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I go up to the payphone. Yeah. Yeah. When you, With a hoodie. When you SIM swap, right? Doesn't it um, change your hardware address by salting and hashing against your phone number and the number of that SIM? Unless you have an elect, unless you have a software SIM. Scramble one. Yeah, you're safe from SIM swapping if you use a payphone. Just connect Discord to your payphone and you're fine. I'm right now. Some payphones are connected cellular. So uh, I'm, I'm shivering. I'm, I'm shivering outside right now. I'm using a payphone connected to Discord. <laughs> <laughs> you could use the uh, a, you could uh, use the microphone on your smartphone with a uh, with a payphone as an acoustic coupler. So you could use the <laughs> microphone and the speaker on your smartphone to act as an acoustic coupler on the payphone. And I don't see what that would achieve, but you totally could do it. <laughs> hey Dan, didn't you have a PBX bridge? I did, yeah. I think it was a. Uh, uh, go to meeting. Should we call someone? Can uh, we call Lord? Yeah. Uh, I don't call think. Lord. I let it lapse. I didn't pay the bill. I wanted to call him and like ask him if he Yo, was coming you, up. Did you guys see the tweets of Lewis Mensch saying "lol" like it's Russian? <laughs> oh, Stephen uh, Ray. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, tell Hector I, about that one. Yeah. 
It's true. I mean, she finally fucking outed it. So I guess we got to talk about it now. It's the truth. <laughs> Sorry, who is this? Who is she? Who does she work for? <laughs> who is Mench? The internet? <laughs> I wonder if that... The only time, I've heard, the only time I've heard that name is when people say, did you see the tweet where? And then blah, 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 blah. So I don't know how many... I haven't heard any of her albums... I haven't seen any of the movies. I don't know who the fuck she is. Is she anybody at all? I don't think she is. Man, I, think, I don't think she's a real person. making me sad right now. It's actually kind of fun to listen to Louise. She's Louise. She's Louise. Yeah. There's another oh, song called Louise. I'm going to guess that. As they, say, as they say in Scotland, who is she when she's at home? <laughs> like she says, she's Louise on the tweets, but who is she when she's at home? Um, I think that's a very Australian saying. Who is she when she's at? Home? She's Lou Weiss when she's at home. Lou Money. That's, so like that's what they go on the streets. Uh, <laughs> things are about to get very spicy in the ten-year-olds uh, doing social engineering attacks against uh, the CIA <laughs> people because uh, Human Hacker <laughs> has tweeted to now that he's about to start recording his audio book for social engineering. Wait, who? Uh, I'm going to sim swap the CIA. Oh, my God. oh you're talking about the art of social engineering? Mm-hmm. It's about <laughs> to be an audio book. So, yep. uh, no, actually, the first one was, and I listened to it a couple years ago. It's pretty good. I recommend The art of sim swapping? No. <laughs> <laughs> that must be like the how to hack computers, like the one hour audio book that you can spend 20 bucks. Sim swap for dummies. <laughs> no, like the uh, art of social engineering. It was an audiobook for it. Highly recommend it. And also, uh, they just released actually the second uh, version of it. Wow. You know, on Craigslist, sim means something entirely different. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't elaborate. What does sim mean? Uh. Sim swapping costs $50 extra. That's all you need to know. <laughs> 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 Darn these kids oh, and their names. <laughs> NSA uh, also means something completely different. Yeah. It's totally yeah. different. <laughs> Yo, so let me tell you guys a story. I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other day, and she got my order wrong, okay? So I just sim-swapped her. <laughs> what the uh... fuck? <laughs> you totally used somebody else's reward. after <laughs> the end. It's a joke. Everything we say here is a joke. I was, about to say, how... <laughs> I was about to say, how long does the disclaimer last for? Do we have to re-up the disclaimer after <laughs> a certain number of minutes? That's <laughs> it's like an FCC call sign every 10 minutes. All the joke. I have a feeling me being on the stream, I'm going to have the CIA kicking down my door. It's all a joke, but that never happens. That's not fun. Don't let it happen. Only if we end the stream. If they're too easy listening in, they can't. Just leave, if you leave the door unlocked, they don't have to kick it in. You should be considerate. Yeah, just keep it open. Just keep the door open. What are you looking at the hide? Yeah. Next level security training. Yeah, yeah. just not waste their flashbangs. Put expensive. a mirror by the door. Maybe it'll instantly have them leave. <laughs> like, oh no, there's nothing but law-abiding officers here. Hold on. We got the as soon as they come in, just say the floor is the floor is lava, and they'll all like freak out and jump <laughs> up. 
The millennials, not the, right? The millennials. I remember, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lawyers, I just looking to make sure you have your headphones on before I did something. Holy fuck. <laughs> Yes, for a full disclaimer, refer to previous episodes, use your best judgment, follow technicalities and legalities, be good. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yes. Buzz your software. Buzz your software. Don't shit on kids if you're DNZ. I think, guys, I think we should just, I think we should get every simp swapper in the scene, and we should just simp swap to CIA. Wait, why, why am I... Why am I blocked from Louise Mitch? Yeah, oh, she's a list user, yo. I think she uses the um Wesley Crusher dude's uh list he was rolling for a while. Uh, I'm on the list. Uh, are you actually connecting to something? <laughs> yeah, she is. Sending a fax. Awesome. Yeah, it's a fax on server. You've got mail. <laughs> I remember that movie. Tom Hanks, good times. Hey, listen. Oh my god. Oh, here we go. I've I've listened enough to you, Navi. Fucking hell. Dialed into a uh, into a soundboard. That's not my soundboard. Soundboard is that? My sick princess. Um. She used a list to block me? Why am I on a block list? I'm not an asshole it's on the internet. The game, right? Probably the Gamergate block list. She uses. Are you on that? She uses the gestures and uh, a couple other ones. <laughs> the Mitnick block list. Yeah, right. Um, the Mitnick one, that one. She had me blocked for the longest time, and then for some reason I'm unblocked. And then she, she like retweeted me or she something. She probably blocks you again. Well, the sort of people that, that block people are the kind of people that assume they know everybody that's important in the world and everybody except that list and go fuck themselves. Yeah, Those are the like, people that don't, that don't grow or learn ever. <laughs> the people that block kind of weird, like, never expose when... themselves to new ideas. So, and yeah. they, you know, they, they never get to meet. You know, sometimes they shoot on you a little, but you just take it and block them individually. I just I just find it weird when I'm blocked by someone I haven't trolled yet. Like I, if I troll them, then okay, block me. That's fine. I, that's how you win, actually. But uh, I've gotten some pretty righteous uh, block. Oh, totally blocked me. I feel like that's my one of my achievements. Special unlock. I don't know, it's kind of like those bullet points you add to your resume. It's like, I am this cool to be blocked by these assholes. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Do you guys put ketchup on your donut? I've tried it no. once. Get out of this chat right now. Ah, damn it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Who, me? Asking questions about ketchup? It's like pineapple I'm Dave. Which Dave? Zero cool, man. Yeah, I'm zero cool. You can call me Dade Murphy. Dude, I thought you were black. <laughs> no, I'm actually Chinese. I used to be state, part of state sponsored. Dude, everything channel state sponsored. Too long, get it. Oh boy, it's one of those nights. This is fun. It is one of those nights. Yeah. On that note, though. 
I'm about to take the doggies for a walk. Yeah. Dang man, he's he's ripping it. Watch out. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah, so I think we it's probably go ahead and pop smoke and extricate and just get the fuck out. Yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, it's about time gets, we would be ending anyway. Yeah. Hope you guys get a little. You could take all of my dogs out for a walk. I have four Irish wolfhounds and two spinonis. Oh, boy. <laughs> probably fight. You don't know want that. It's a lot of dogs. But yeah. A little box something. <laughs> it's been a nice hang. Um, We should do it again. But yeah. uh, Next yeah. week? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Next week. Same <laughs> time, same place. Really? Yeah, I think, uh, Tuesday? Uh, yeah. How, how awesome. We'll, uh, we'll be a little bit more every, organized every week. again. And, uh, Hopefully we do something fun. <laughs> Hopefully we have some more groups off too. It's not all of us, but they're always. If you not, want... uh, no promises. But I figured the only way to do this is pretty much seeing if we can actually do like a tutorial. I'm actually going to try to figure out SRS LTE. Probably create a small class just to force myself to learn it. I think that would be hell yeah. Let's look up on that pike. I'd uh, like to do that with you. Yeah, same, dude. So Which I figured if we can all fun. focus on that, if nothing comes up, we'd pretty much just pull something from the side. Like, all right. Kiddos, we're going to learn about SRS LTE and the LTE stack and how to be cool with self. Yes. Yo, that sounds rad. Yeah. I figured that's that something good. worthwhile and fun. And how also, you? motivation to learn it. Fun game. Very cool. How to get your door kicked in in the next two weeks. All right. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Good work. Close your software. See you guys. Shut up, uh, kids. See y'all later. <laughs> Have a good night. Not guess.